Welcome back to Young Honchos. As always, I'm Joey, and of course, I'm with my special co-star, Mr. Tanner. What's going on, guys? And today we What's have cracking? this motherfucker. <laughs> today we have three special guests. We've got Mr. JT. JT, how you doing? We in the house. <laughs> Uh, Miss Morgan Vervanki. Vervaki. Vervaki. Very close. <laughs> I tried that. Um, and Mr. Joe Bush. Yo, what's good? Joe, how are you doing? Um, I'm very high right now. You're very high? <laughs> so, Joe, um, I love your name, by the way. I don't know if I've said that already. Thank you. Joe Bush. It's a very, like, presidential name, I feel like. Okay, we can drop the name. Oh, shit. Back. We're pulling up presidential <laughs> today. You hate it? You don't like your name? Why? No, I love my name. I just hate that. You hate that it sounds like that? Have you gotten that before? We're gonna, we're gonna... You don't like that? (laughs) I think that is a yes. That's definitely a yes. That's definitely a yes. Honestly, I didn't show up unless Joe was gonna be here, so it was yeah. Okay, feel that, feel that. How you guys doing tonight? How's everyone? Great, actually. How was your day, Morgan? I've had a long day. That's all I'm gonna say. You wanna tell us what happened, Morgan? No, she doesn't know. No, I actually really don't. It's it's a lot of. I'm assuming it was work. It was a long day. So that's why we're not going to talk about it. (laughs) Sorry, no, that was me. I was trolling her. Um, My day was actually pretty great. Um, So like, I woke up this morning. Was it a long day? Sorry, um, I woke up this morning at around um, like I think like 11:45. Then I think we we started texting around. Then like I was talking to you, trying to confirm tonight, and I was like, yeah, for sure. And then and then and then I went right back to sleep because I had nothing going on and it was you know my bed is so fucking calm. I just bought these silk sheets, really, on like silk pillowcases and then like I stole my mom's comforter that like it, it's like this big expensive comforter that she got for her like her wedding gift and she's like never really used it and she's always had it and I've always asked for it and she's always been like no it's mine and and I stole it the, like two months ago. And I, I let her know she's never getting it back. And, like, just, it's not happening. Right. It's, it's like, the perfect blanket. It's, like, the blanket of my dreams. It's so... <laughs> Sorry, mama. Sorry, mama. Sorry, mama. She's just... She's never getting it back. Hey, Joe, I got a question. Yeah. So, uh... What if those sheets were really special to your parents, you know, and they did, and they, and they did the special deeds? I know for a fact they didn't, first of all. Second of all... How, hold on, hold on. No, times, well, let's, let's pause on this one. Is it a fact? You no, know, like, they've never fact. done that in those sheets. Like, like she's never busted. Can I phone a friend? Can I phone a friend? I want to call Joe's mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like they, they, she's never busted out these blankets ever. Yo, speaking of parents, I just want to thank my parents for having sex and making me. Honestly, you guys, you guys are the real MVPs. <laughs> Anyway, I was talking about my day. I got so sidetracked. Wow. You're good. talking about your parents' sheets. Anyways, the blanket's per- Anyways, the blanket's perfect, and um, yeah, I, I just went back to sleep, and then and then I woke up like a, like maybe 15 minutes later because it was like you know I fell into sleep and I woke back up a little bit, and then I picked up the phone and Morgan texted me. He so literally I- is always sleeping. Like he texted me and he told me while I was like going into Firebird. Sorry, I've been like on and off sleeping all day. I was like, dude, See? it's four <laughs> o'clock. What are you doing? I I my y'all don't understand. My bed is so comfortable, and then I have like a fan that circulates air in the room, and then I had my window open, and that cool air was blowing in, and like the sun was like. Hold on, hold on, pause, pause, pause. Hold on, pause. I love this story so far, but you said cool air in Florida, blowing in. 
Yeah. No, no the cool. breeze. It was the breeze. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. No, I guess it was perfect. That ocean breeze. No, 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 no. no it, was, it was so perfect. And I, the sun was on my face because my bed is in the center of the room. It's, I, it was, I, breeze. Sleep is beautiful. I'm happy for you, man. So how long was that ago? You said like from the moment I texted you till when you were sleeping. Oh, um, let's check. Because this was like middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, 11.45 is when I woke up. He's going to go find the exact moment. Wait, hold on. Yeah, wow, 11.45. Awesome, y'all can slide. That's exactly Damn. when we texted. See, I know my times. I know my times. And then um, and then Morgan texted me when? Like 11.40 something, I think. Hold on. From this okay. morning. That's crazy. Good oh, for geez. you, man. Dude, oh, hold. I've just been, I had a great day. I had a great day. Tanner, did I tell you how I met Joe and everybody? No. I didn't tell you. I know nothing. Okay, okay. So all these people here work at Firebirds, yeah. um, which is like, you know, the super cool I don't, thing. I don't work at Firebirds until they sponsor me. So shout out to Firebirds. So you sponsor the show. We got you guys. <laughs> that's, that's the right way to put it. Um, but yeah, every one of these guys here um, is a server. And it's funny because when I first met Joe, he wasn't a server. Um, he had served before, but they put his ass... On managerial status. I want to talk about that. I'm so happy you brought that up. You, you are? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah this wait. motherfucker here wait. was a, a manager. Um, and I was not. Not was, manager. he is. He wasn't happy at all. Manager. He's I'm so not. different now. I love it. Like, I, oh my God. It's Good crazy thing. what being put on that stress like will do to you. Yes. yes. Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about this for a second. Joe, how annoying. Is it to deal with people knowing that you're cool as you are, but you have to hold that tone to where you have to say See, no because they expect you to? No, 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 no. That's not even it for me. What, like, what bothers me the most is my coworkers because, like, I'm one dude. I can't think, like, as a manager, because, like, I honestly have so much more respect for them now, like, looking back on it. And, like, I try not to bother them that much because it's one of them or, like, however many of them and then, like... Yeah. 15 of us some nights yeah. and like if you're a moron and you I was one of them, them I was one of them, them. Yeah. and like no not over simple shit like yeah. that they can quickly answer like okay, truth, really truth, dumb truth. shit yeah truth 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 I'm having to think for multiple people I can tell the demeanor that you have now, Can't even though it. making that, you know, like server, making that transition and going back to a server, I can tell, though, you still have that demeanor, like you don't deal with fuck shit. Dude, I remember we, it's I like the it. second day I was training, um, Joe comes into the... Let's talk about Joey next, though. Hot <laughs> seat's on you next. Oh, I got okay, some okay. questions. I got some um, questions. The second day I was training, um, I go into the, what is it, the server alley, I think? Mm-hmm. And uh, Joe's like chilling, we're all chilling. He walks out, walks back in, and he's like, he's like, I hate all of you. <laughs> I think it's the first thing he said. And I was like, damn, because I'm like trying to catch a feel for this guy. A very Joe thing to say, actually. Yeah, very Definitely. Joe. Very he's Joe. not rocking with. So let's, the let's put the hot seat on Joey. The I'm first time, okay. yeah, first time I met you, I had no idea you had this radio host personality. Like personality, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Person- personality. Saying, yeah. So, where did it begin with you? Like, where did this all start? Um, it wasn't even like podcasts or anything. I was I was doing YouTube, right, um, right, right, right. And I just I love putting myself out there. Um, Tanner was with me. We were making YouTube videos for over a year and a half. Yeah. And it was really fun. And then COVID shut us down. What okay. kind of YouTube videos? Um, like vlogs. Okay. Like, you know, like I was 
kind of doing what I'm doing here, where I was like putting my friends in the spotlight, letting them yeah. goof off, be funny. You give me surfer, dude. So did oh, you, did you hair, ever? Hair, did you ever? No, no, no. Tell the people, did you ever jump in those waters with a board and try? Um, I definitely, I definitely have, have. I definitely, I definitely have, have surfed, but um, okay, it's been cool, a while. cool, it's cool, not my cool. Huge that's thing, cool. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. I could cool. be more of a surfer. I just would have never thought. And when I first met you, I was like, "Yo, it seems like a super cool dude," and then you just come off as like super chill. So I was like, "Oh, he might just be to himself." And then you were like, yo, I got this podcast. I yeah. was like, what? <laughs> You're like, say less, put me on. I feel that way, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was cool as it's, shit. It's one of those things um, I try to hide. I mean, when I'm at work, I have okay. a different mentality. I'm yeah. like Joe, but I'm like the opposite. I'm like more like yeah, you walk a, if that makes sense. No, you walk a fine line. I feel like, that makes sense. Like, but I don't know why. As a server, you should be more outgoing. And I think no, it's um, just a new environment. No, I think uh, you did it good. Pardon the interruption, Joe. I think you did it good. When you first started off, I was like, I have no idea. I've seen this dude like three or four times. And I've like said what's up to him. Super cool. I was like, I have no idea who he is. And then now, you know, come through with the radio host you know what i'm saying podcast i was like all right all right so it's a fine line i think you play it professional but you definitely got that outgoing you know spirit that i'm happy to see bro i appreciate that i really absolutely. do absolutely gonna say yeah, something? It, it was very nice to see you come out of your shell i was probably yeah. agree with him yeah <laughs> like because when i first met you i like i was just like because for me just who i am as a person when i first meet people i'm either super interested in them like i want to know more about them i want to be their friend or like i'm just uh, like you mean nothing to me like it's just because right. i'm involved and when I first met you, not gonna lie, I was just so like dismissive, like just okay, and like who, like who? Yeah, I know like, you're like irrelevant. <laughs> no, no, shit. No, like, no, but you know what? I'll and say then, this. Oh, go ahead, Jeff. No, but it was it was just nice to kind of see you come out of your shell because when you came out of your shell a little bit, I was like, all right, you know, I, I fuck with this kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'll second this. I'll second this. At first, I was like, you know, first couple times I saw you, I was like, dude, this dude's cool. Every time I say what's up to you, you're always just like, what's up, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. cool demeanor. Then when you came out with the whole just like this is what you do, I was like, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like check, you like check. Head, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I appreciate that, guys. I wasn't Slick. expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, I, work is a whole different mindset, and I hate it. I, I wish that, like, I could be away from all of that and just do nah, this for full-time, you know? Not only that, but, you know, a lot of people have to learn from what you, you know, are doing you as a man. You know, a lot of people want to talk the talk, but how many people walk the walk? You know, what I appreciate in all of you guys, and, like, you know, I know I just met you, bro, but, like, everybody in this room, like, that what I like is, like, I'm the type of person, like, I love seeing somebody walk their walk before they talk their talk. A lot of people would say, I'm intelligent, I'm professional, da-da-da-da-da. I done been in so many career fields where I'm like, bro, I done did construction to moving to moving furniture, and I've been in the restaurant business, and, like, the people that I categorized in one and two, bro, those people couldn't hold a tone. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get in there. They're going to, you know, gold teeth, everything. Not saying that that's bad, but I'm saying some people, you know, you have something to teach. You know, some people don't know how to separate personal, business, and having fun. Like, life is many categories, but people don't realize you got to play your lane when you got to play it. How bad do you want it, you know? Yeah, that's very well said. I agree. I think there's like a fine line that people walk pack back and forth when it comes to, you know, trying to balance who they are in the work field, right, in right, school, right. whatever they're doing, social stuff. And everybody's got to find that balance. And I think, you know, part of it, you know, like I said, it's just the wisdom that comes with my age. You know, I think part of it is just immaturity. You know, some people don't want to go into a work. They want to look like you look, but 
they're going to give off an energy that's like, oh, I think I'm the cool guy, da-da-da-da-da. But let's be real. That's what people expect when they look at you. That's what I thought when I saw you. I was like, oh, this dude's going to come in here and be macho, hot shot, da-da-da-da-da. And you played it exactly how you walk your walk. You were just like, nah, I'm going to let these people get to know me. I'm going to let them see that I'm actually a cool dude behind the surface. Too many people want to live their surface. No, you got to be deeper than that. You know, you got to live your heart. You got to live out who you think you are and who you want to be too you know a lot of people just want to just give it up because they're like oh i'm hot i'm cool da 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 nah that that ain't gonna get you shit that ain't gonna get you nowhere yeah absolutely i love where this is already going man this is getting so deep and i i love it so hell yeah bro um enough about me for now though because you guys are all the guests hot seat Um, hot seat i get y'all talking so um morgan let's talk about you a little bit you are from uh louisiana right uh, yeah, kind of. So I was actually born in Mississippi, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. This is important. Um, and I was raised in Lafayette, Louisiana. We moved there when I was about three or four-ish, I think. Um, spent all of my life there through high school. And then once I got to high school, once I graduated, I went to college in Hattiesburg, Mississippi at Southern Miss. So I kind of made a full circle. Hell yeah. Show us up. How was uh, how was <laughs> I've been to NOLA plenty of times. How I think was, it's so funny when people in Jacksonville are like, Oh yeah, we're going to NOLA, I'm so excited. I'm like it's, eh, it's, it's NOLA. Oh, that was us like three months ago. It was. Yeah, how was how was Southern Mississippi? It was nice. I mean, it wasn't a big school or anything. Mm. I had a good experience. I made some really good friends. I I made some really good friends, thanks Joe. Um I I really had a good time. My first like, half of my freshman year kind of sucked because yeah. I was, like, reclusive and didn't want to do anything. I was the same way. Yeah, but once I found the right people, I pulled out of my shell very quickly. Like, for college my, transformed me from... I was definitely a ten times different person From school, a gal so. from the South, you have no gal South in your language, but you I know, love that. that. so funny I because love I your no so Southern accent people. There is no, but it's so cool, though, because normally, like, I feel like so many people stretch it out. They're like... I'm from the south. <laughs> would, would you believe me if I told you I was from South Carolina? Would you no. believe yes. me? Yes. But I don't consider South, South Carolina. Yes. I don't consider South Carolina the south. What? But Not I'm, the deep south. Not really. Damn. I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm you sorry. You gotta go further west for that to Damn. A little bit. He did. He's like, that's the first person. That's the first like, He's like, we taught you guys barbecue and good <laughs> shit. But no, it's funny you think that because I have so many people that tell me they're like, you're from, like you've got to be from up north. Like where are you from? And when I tell them I'm from Louisiana and Mississippi, their mind is just like blown. They're I gotta like, hear it one time. You gotta say baby. <laughs> say it. You gotta do it. She's from Louisiana. Do it just one time. I wait. Like how they, they they do it. It's just like I've I, never heard them do it. A what? Way. It's, oh my what are you gosh. talking about? It's like the like the Louisiana girls. Oh like, no no no! I they're like they're about. like they'll come up to you, about. and I'm like I think they're hitting on me, but that's just how they approach it's dudes. Like, it's like they're an, just like what's up, baby, and I'm like yeah, it's like an it, baby. Oh, we're sick. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me feel myself over that tone. Like it's Shit. trippy, dog. But no, I think. Part of the reason that I feel like I don't have an accent is because people in Lafayette didn't really have too much of an accent. Yeah. But I also grew up learning French. Oh, yeah. So I feel like that 
possibly has but that's where the culture comes from though is this it is but it's not cajun french i was learning like parisian belgian canadian french so and so enlighten me so there's like what's cajun like cajun's like cajun and creole are basically like broken version broken versions of parisian french so it's like potwab but with like a broken version it's like a it's like a more broken it's like a more broken english so jt's brother here is he's in the audience he's from uh jamaica yeah Remy, so, yeah, Remy, Remy here. Remy, what's up? So, what what is this Creole dialect that we're talking about? Alright, so like Creole is basically like so Creole is a mixture of um it could be a mixture of a different number of languages. So like where I'm from, basically like Jamaica, we speak a dialect of Papua. So Papua is basically a mixture of English, French, and Spanish because. Jamaica was really like colonized by the English, the French, and the Spanish at one point. So there, like so, you told, well, correct me if I'm wrong. You said there's. Because I've always asked them, so there's no book I could get to yeah, teach. Yeah, yeah, you have a you have a little like a, you have a little Papua dictionary. So okay. them them create a Papua dictionary where you can actually like buy and use to kind of like fund your words and see which, see which part you go with it. You know and I'm saying, but like Creole is just basically like a mixture of English. So it's like a it's a and dialect that was used to kind of like kind of like go about the landscape at the time. So in the Caribbean. That is the Creole language is Jamaica towards the west and then Creole is more towards the east. Nah, Jamaica is south. Jamaica is south of Florida. But I'm saying for a dialect, because Haitians speak more Creole, yeah, right? Yeah, Haitians speak more Creole, so Creole is more like, is more French based. And it's so, but the Haitians are more east than you guys. Yeah. Okay, okay, Most but like, the yeah. western hemisphere of the Caribbean would be... <laughs> I, I get what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. I, get, well, yeah I get what he's saying. Because he doesn't. He doesn't speak Creole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, no, yeah. it's not on the island. Yeah, because Jamaica, like you said, was founded by the British. That's because the French uh, colonized Haiti. Yes. And so yeah. they yeah, speak. Exactly. I learned all about that in French. We're class, all, we have a geography <laughs> history class right now. Very cool. I have a question for you. So is it is it plantain or plantain? Plantain. 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 That's what my roommate was Jamaican. Okay. And he, we used to have this discussion because if you ask like a Puerto Rican person, they'll say it's plantain. Plantain. Yeah. Yeah. But if you say if you ask a Jamaican person, they'll say plantain. Plantain. Yeah. Plantain. Yeah. yeah plantain. I had to ask. <laughs> Very cool, man. I'm yeah. glad you got to talk. So, um, so JT, um, you have a lot. Talk to me. Like, how old are you? You said you're 30, right? 30, man. I got so, a lot of wisdom to give. I got um, a lot of did you go to school at all? Did you do anything? I did. I, so I went to Nice High School and then I went to uh, Full Sail University. So I tried. Where to is that? Like, uh, down in Orlando, you know, okay. a great college. Like, I always suggest anybody in just any engineering, you know, when it comes to photography, when it comes to music, a great school, but in a really bad area. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, it's Hot Boy Central, but, I mean, everything that I've learned from the music business and everything that, you know, anything, like, any free game I can give to anybody these days is just, like, just do it. You know what I'm saying? But also, like, do not forget yourself because it's easy to get wrapped up in what you think people want you to be. You know, you're going to think, yo, like, I got to be this guy. I got to be hard. I got to be tough. I got to be this radio host that's an asshole to every guest that comes in my house. Like, it's really, like, don't lose sight of life, you know, like it's so easy to get caught up in just not even pop culture, but just culture of trying to be somebody. And that's when, you know, I think that 
this whole selling your soul and thing. Like, I, I think it's, they're playing everybody. You it's believe like, in that stuff, right? I believe that there are crackheads in the industry that, like, do some stupid shit, yeah. But I think it comes down to the basics of just, like, to me, selling your soul is doing exactly opposite of what I did. You know, I had my music played on the radio when I was 16, went to school for music production, came back to Jacksonville, made some lifelong friendships. But along the way, I saw myself losing in sight of like who I was, you know, I was getting caught up in gang affiliation, you know, I was getting caught up in, you know, everywhere I went, I was with my boys, but looking over my shoulder, but no one should live life like that. So I completely sold all my equipment, sold everything and just did exactly what you guys found me doing. Like, Everyone tells me like, bro, you got the dopest raps. Like, bro, why don't you do this anymore? Like, you you were the you were the dopest rapper we ever met, you know? And I'm just like, I had to stop. I had to completely leave it all because I didn't want to sell my soul. I didn't want to become somebody that I wasn't, you know? And like, I think people lose sight of like what the real thing is. It's not cutting your wrist and signing the dotted line it's just becoming somebody that you know you aren't if you're man enough or woman enough and you have the heart enough to like look into the mirror and be like you know what i'm changing becoming somebody that i'm not that's when you decide not to sell your soul and just withdraw withdraw from it and like my aunt always told me she was like justin put your heart into it put your heart into it and if you love it it's gonna love you back so i was like you know what i'm gonna let go of it and if it finds me one day and i become famous that's how I knew it was meant to be. That's what know? I was going to ask you. If you think that you can still make it without having to do all of that. You know, I think it was just what the answer that I just gave. You know, like, do I do I have a wish one day? Like, you know, coming open to a lot of you guys, you know, right now, I know we all just met. But to be honest, like, do I think about that a lot? Like, yeah, bro. You know, like, I sit down at night and I'm like, I was a dude meeting Birdman. I got pictures with Pretty Ricky, Tony Braxton, DJ Khaled met him. You know what I'm saying? Like, had plugs. I have to ask you about that in a second, too. So just No, no, ask it. Ask it. Ask it now? Okay. Yeah. Um, dude, the dude is full energy. Everything. Is he everything you, he is on social media? 150%, bro. <laughs> this dude's like, my uncle was like, yo, Where, this Where'd you is- meet him? I was at um, the Renaissance downtown. It was a music convention. 93.3 The Beat was holding. My uncle was Easy e so he was a radio host. So, you know, I had my plugs in. So he was like, yo, I'm like just when all these people, Omarion, dude, I'm meeting all these people. They're just getting right off the elevator. I'm standing next to my uncle, you know, and I'm all, you know, 16 years old, just starstruck. And then DJ Khaled comes in and he's like, yo. Khaled, come here, man. Come here, baby. So Khaled came over and he was like, man, I just want you to meet my uncle. Dada. I mean, I want you to meet my nephew. Here he is. And Khaled was just like, what's up, my man? What's up? How you doing? Dada? Like full energy, just wide eyes. And I was like, bro, that was fucking Khaled. You know what I'm saying? Got a chance to sit down with Juvenile. He seems like a real soul. Like when you oh, see him. Oh, 110%, 100%, bro. Like, like you person. cannot be sleepy around that guy. Like you would like... <laughs> Like, you could not be sleepy around him. It would be awkward. It would be 10 times off. Very cool. Who else? You said you met Birdman. Birdman. Um, Omarion. I didn't know Omarion was really short. Like, honestly, when he got off the elevator, I was like, I knew the face, right? But I'm, like, stepping back like, bro. We had to, like, take a picture, and I had to just crouch down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It made me realize these people on TV really aren't as tall as they make them to be. You yeah. know? Yeah, so. 
I think they do that on purpose with some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too. No, like I like <clears throat> they do it in the reverse sometimes too because Hugh Jackman, or sorry, they do it in the reverse sometimes too because Hugh Jackman, um, when he's playing the Wolverine, he looks way shorter than he actually is. Like I didn't know a dude was like six two, six three, or something like that. Like Hugh Jackman's tall as shit, but he's like they made him seem short for um, Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Oh yeah. I know. I know that's like more movie effects and shit, but like. They can do it like it's all about camera angling because they like that's just what media does. Because even with um, let's just say for instance, going back to presidential um, presidential elections when it was um, I think Reagan versus Kennedy, and um, every time they had the camera on Kennedy, it was looking up at him as like looking up to a leader, and when it was Reagan, you were looking down at him as in judging him. And like subtle effects like that can change a viewer's opinion about the person. Interesting. So media definitely does that to um, affect. Um, like our perception. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh yeah. So, how old are you, Joe? Uh, twenty-two. Sorry, I didn't think about. Okay, that. you're only a year older than me. I don't know why you That's give crazy. me like more older vibes. Yeah, I thought does. the same he thing does. when he I does. met him. He I was like blown seems away like he's when I realized lot, I was older than yeah, him. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. He uh, seems like he's a lot older than one year older than us. Yeah. Um, that's just like childhood trauma, I guess. I had to like grow up quick. Damn. Or just be like grown. that. Yeah. So. Have you gone to school? Are you in school or anything right Absolutely now? Absolutely not. Um, I don't. It's, it's not that Smart I, man. It's not that I don't want to go to school. It's just, first of all, who's going to pay for that? Not me, not my parents. And then also, what am I going for and what would I be doing? I, for me, I guess, I just don't know what my passion is. And I'm making good money doing what I'm doing now, and I kind of like my life, so... Nothing wrong with that. No, I, like, I, at the most, I'm just um, planning on investing more and having more... Um, residual income because I already have um, a Roth IRA set up um, which is going to give me like a lot of money whenever I retire at around 60 and then me and my brother are planning on investing a whole bunch of money um, so we're not working forever but like I don't plan on ever really getting a degree or going to work or something like go like getting like a job job I feel that there's just no point for me I feel like that contradicts your personality I feel like like I could see you being like very like oriented to something specific. Absolutely not. But you just you're just chilling right now. Oh, that's I feel as if, if you read me that way, you read me so wrong. I um, I don't like focusing on one thing. I think that's so boring and lame because, like, I pick things up pretty quickly. Um, if I like, I really apply myself, I'm able to pick things up like really quickly. It doesn't ever take me too long to like. How long have things. you been serving at Firebirds? Uh, um, <laughs> too long. Uh, well. I worked there from like, uh, like, I started three or four months after they opened. Okay. And, um, hold on. He's taking a sip. <laughs> Joe's a veteran. Yeah, because everyone I've talked to said they've been working with you for a while. That's why I was curious. Yeah, so I've, I've been there for a very long time. And, um, I, w- I want to say about three, maybe four years now. Okay. But and you're like, comfortable right now. That's within. I took like a break for about six months to go work somewhere else, like at a furniture store, because I just wanted to make sure, like, is this like really like do I really want to do serving for like the short term for now? And wow, that weed really fucking hit me. <laughs> <laughs> hey. well, you're good, bro. I'll get back to you. Don't what you up, worry. Dog? What up, dog? What up, dog? We still in here. Yeah. So, so JT. Um. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? I, I wanted to save this for later, but at this point, it's not worth it. I'd rather just get into it now. Um, 
you brought up some crazy shit. This man was on the phone with me today. I was at Chipotle, and he was yeah. blowing me up with like his life. And I was like, that's insane. I'm excited. We're going to talk about it. Um, so let's just get into it right now. Um, JT, you said that you had a near-death experience. Yes. And oh, yeah. so, Hold on. I think you told me a little bit Let me about show you guys the pictures. Yeah, I'm going to pass the phone. But yeah, ask me. Ask me. The okay, questions. let's get some context. Um, how long ago was this? Um, this was... Unfortunately, February 13th, the day before Valentine's Day, I believe this, of this was... year? No, no, no. This was, I believe, 2019. I'm going through my phone now. Okay. This was so... Day before Valentine's so Day that was the car. Holy shit. Okay. Damn. That was the car Jesus. that I was in. This was the news article that was posted on News for Jacks. What's the title? It was just, it's it not says, the whole thing. It says, two vehicles involved in crash on 3rd Street in Jacksonville Beach. Damn, you're on 3rd? Yeah. Oh, my God. Let me see. Hold on. I saw this. No. So I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps. Hold on. Wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Hold on. So, hold on. Before you talk. I don't know if it's the weed or what. Before you talk. Hold on. So, to tell you guys what I was told. They said that there was two guys, so this happened in front of Salt Life, and they said that there was two guys that came to me and my boys, like my cousin, so my cousin was driving, and they said when they got to us, the two dudes called their moms, or their parents, and they were like, just crying, they were like, we love life. Like, was this outside a gas station? Ish. It was like, like close, right? Right, yeah, yeah, it was On close. Third. Dude, yeah. I drove by this. Yeah, bro. Oh. Yeah. I'm not kidding. I, I was picking up a girl, speaking of um, some girl, don't worry about it. Um, and um, we were chilling on third. Shout out to the girl. <laughs> no, you no. were there. You know you were a real one. And, and You're still alive. He still wants to fuck you. And like we were just driving. I don't even, probably like Wendy's or something stupid because yeah. it was late at night. Yeah. And and we saw this accident. And I, I remember this car. I'm looking at the picture yeah. of the accident now. No scroll to this the right. Scroll ago. to yeah. the right. What are yeah, the chances? Yeah. Oh yeah. God, so crazy. like, so, um, so yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was crazy, man. Like, honestly, I don't remember anything. Like, they just had to show me the news articles. Like, I, I woke up, you know, just out of a coma. Like, I thought. Honestly, like, I was really immature before that. Like, I was like, if I'm ever in a coma, I'm going to remember this shit. It's going to be an outer body experience. <laughs> I, like, woke up out of a coma, and I was there. were like, you were in a coma. And I'm like, I didn't remember shit. Fuck this, man. I want my money back. <laughs> so, so how long was the coma? It was an 18-hour um, medically induced coma. So, they had okay. to medically induce me because my cousin was in a coma, but we were in such a bad car accident that... They didn't want my brain to swell. Like, they, I guess it's like a medical thing. Right. So they put you in a coma so you don't, like, you know, like, I guess the risk Overwork of injury. Brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sense. like, the risk of, like, injury is more if they don't just seduce your body. I don't understand it, but, like, they seduce your body, just put you completely out so your brain doesn't swell. Well, you're drawing less blood to your brain when you're, like, lapsed. Like yeah. That. If you were active, it probably would cause more swelling. So that makes sense. Um... So you were under for 18 hours, and then, and then you, is that when you had the experience? Um, so I woke up, and I woke up the first time, it was, it took a good three times for me to, like, realize what was happening. The first time, I woke up, and I was in the middle of a CAT scan, so I literally thought I was, like, because I was so out of it, I thought I was, like, actually in bed. And I look up at the CAT scan, like, my eyes open, and I just saw me going in, like, a tunnel, 
So then, like, subconsciously, I was like, you're in, like, a medical thing, but I was just like, oh, this is a crazy-ass dream. So I went back to sleep because I was just out. So then the second time I woke up, the doctor was in front of me, and he had one hand up, and he was like, oh, good, he's waking up, da-da-da-da. And he's like, all right, Mr. Thompson, how many fingers am I holding up? And he was holding up one. And I was like, dude, you got four fingers up. And then he was like, yeah, he needs some more sleep. Just let him come back. <laughs> so then I wake up the third time, and like I just see my girl just sitting over there, and she was, like, fucking glowing, you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, that. by then, I realized, like, I'm like, in a hospital bed, I'm like hooked up to all this shit, and I was like, "Whoa!" And I started crying a little bit. I was like, you know, because like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So they were like, "Chill out, chill out." But so then my girls like they were like, "Look, you've been in a car accident." Da 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 da. So the first thing I did, I like pick up my phone, I start FaceTiming people. I like FaceTime my dad. He's like in Miami. I'm like, "Yo, dad, I'm in a car accident." He's like, "All right, call me in the morning." <laughs> okay, let me call my mom. So my mom's in Jacksonville, and I'm like, call my mom, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I just got in an accident." She's like, "Do you need me to come there?" So I'm like, you know, I'm like, "No, I'm good, mom." And she's like, "Just call me in the morning." So the bill, I hang up my phone. Then I get up out of the bed, and I didn't realize I was butt ass fucking naked under the fucking cloth <laughs> they gave me. Right. Right. So I'm like. Get out of the bed. I feel a little breeze. I'm like, whoa, I'm naked. So I'm like, you're fine. Like, let me sit back down. So then they're like, Mr. Thompson, sit down, sit down, chill. So then I'm like, don't worry. My girl's seen me naked before. Like, I'm just out of it. And the nurse is like, we know, honey. Like, you're good. So then I'm like, dude, I got to pee. And they're like, all right, you got to do it from the bed. You, you know, you shouldn't get up. So then I was like, oh, I got this. I got this. So I like, stand up. I'm, like, holding this jug, you know, next to my fucking pisser. All these people are watching. And, like, dude, literally, like, just the whole time, I thought my aim was on point. Like, next thing I know, I'm just, like, peeing all over the ground. Then I start apologizing to the nurse. I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, dude, it's my fucking job. Don't worry. I'm like, bro, I swear I'm so sorry. Yeah, bro, it's like... It was an outer body experience. It's a very humbling I, experience. Yeah, it is, it is. It is. It is. It is. It's a very outer body experience that, like, I wish I knew. But I'm telling you, like, when that's what I tell people a lot of time. Like, don't take life for granted. Because, like, I was like that. Before that, I was like, yo, I better remember what it's like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, like, before you know it, that shit happens. And, like, you, like, the doctors told me I would never get my memory back from that day what happened, which I don't remember. I just, like, have all the notes from it. But, like, that shit... Life doesn't come easy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you die literally just like that, like, you know? I actually recently started journaling, kind of, as a way to, like, keep up with some of that. Also, some family members of mine um, yeah. have had Alzheimer's before, like, uh, previous family members mm-hmm. who passed away. Yeah. So, it runs in my family somewhere along the line, and I never know if I'm going to forget any of this stuff at some point, so I've started writing everything down. Yeah, honestly, like, the... Because I was there, like, I can relate. Like, I was there in my, like, I don't know if anyone has known anybody in hospice, but, like, it's, like, one of the worst, (laughs) it's, you know, it's one of the worst things that you could see a family member go through. Like, Uh. I saw my grandmother pass, like, literally, like, when we were at hospice, like, I love my, like, she was, like, my best friend, you know? So when we were there, I'm like, nah, like, this is just a, you know, another thing, we're going to get past this, and, like, it's crazy to like you know it's like very sensitive subject to me you know you know that um 
like to like see like somebody like pass away like really like day by day like it makes you appreciate life like you know I can definitely agree because I just went through the exact same you know, thing with and my it's grandfather. Like, you know, it's crazy though, you know, just I feel like a lot like a lot these days, like, you know, of course like I you know, I hate to like it's not like something to brag about, but like yeah, I'm thirty, so you know, I feel like I've seen some shit. And like it bothers me with the younger generation where I feel like people just think like death is like another token. Like it, it it's not, you know, it's you know. And so, with that surreal experience that you had, um, was there any supernatural aspect to it, or was it very grounded? Like, as far as honestly, you in bro, and out of the coma? Everything? Honestly, it was very fucking black and white. Like, it was just one moment. I literally, like, I promise you, like, I don't, I will never get my memory back from that day. Like, one moment from what all I can recall, I was, like, just out at the bars chilling with my boys. Right. The oh, next so you, like, moment, blacked out. Oh, a hundred and ten percent. Like okay. it's very black know and white. Exactly you know, you know, like it's like, very stop. black. It, exactly. And yeah. then the next thing I know, it, I'm in a hospital and my entire body hurts. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, yo, why am I in? Like, bro, it was. It took two weeks, bro. Every time my girl would go over a speed bump, that shit hurt my body. Like my entire body hurt. I was like, yo, you gotta yeah. go easier through that. You know, like. People think, like, life is, like, this, like, experience. And, like, 99.8% of the time, it's really not. You know what I'm saying? Like, one moment you're here, and literally in a split fucking second, you're fucking gone. We take that shit for granted. Yeah. Today. You know? there. ask you a question. Um, are you religious? I am. You know what I'm saying? I, and I ask I that because... Um, my mom actually had a near-death experience where she also died. Um, really? Yeah, my mom, when she was, like, seven or eight... Probably a little bit older than that. I think she was like eight or nine. Um, she was outside playing, and her older brother was cutting down a tree, and a yeah. whole branch like came down on her and completely knocked her out. And sure. to this day, she has like nerve problems in her hand; like she, she can't close her left hand. Um, but when she was in the operating room, she said that she like arose out of her body, and she that's true things. though. Like, I mean, she like... saw God. She said it was more so Jesus. Yeah. Um, and like, like angels and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. like she said that it felt so real, like the light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. All of the stuff that people describe, she saw when, when they were like, you know, right on the edge of dying. Yeah. yeah. And that I do believe that people go through that, but I think it's really like a religious thing. You know, like I don't preach religion on people. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I have what I believe in. I'm a Christian, but. I think it's all about, like, the afterlife is, like, the energy you give in life, you know? I can definitely agree with that because I am more spiritual than religious, and I don't necessarily believe in, like, heaven or hell or anything like that, and angels or demons and all of that stuff. I don't know. I mean, I feel like some of it exists in different, like, I, I feel like all of it comes together because if you look at a lot of different religions, they all kind of give the same messages. Sure. So, I feel like the afterlife is kind of the same thing for everyone except... It's more personalized. Yeah. Like, if you're Hindu, then maybe you have some more of, like, a Hinduistic, like, afterlife that you see. If you're Christian, you know, it's like heaven. You know, if you're spiritualistic, it might be uh, more of, like, a dream that is conduited by, you know, whatever you believe in. <laughs> If that makes any sense, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, where my yeah, head yeah, goes yeah. when I. That makes that. complete sense to me. I promise. <laughs> we'll change. The, we'll change the subject. Religion's too. <sighs> so, well, I'm just I'm fascinated by that because I I feel like everyone. 
that has those sorts of experiences says the same thing. Like, what happens when you die? You know, that's the kind of question that I ask. Honestly, you know, I just tell everybody, like, just don't take life for granted. You know, like, literally soak up even your bad days. Like, soak that up because, like, it happens that fast, you know. And, like, you don't ever want to be like, damn, I could have been happier. You know what I'm saying? I could have been more of a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, just do it. Just be the cool dude. You know what I'm saying? Be happy. I I believe that. Not, you know, only in my religion, but I believe in energy, too. Like, I second that. Like, I literally believe the energy you harvest now, when you die, like, your conscious isn't there, but your energy is going to live. So why live so negative, you know, and sour? Because when you leave here, you're just going to be negative and sour and can't find anything to latch on to because most people aren't. You know, my thing is just, like... Be positive 24-7 because when you go, that's the positivity is going to radiate. And that's all you have to radiate from your body. Like, you have to have the bad the bad days make the good days good. For sure. If they were all good, then they would just be days. Yeah. But if you have a bad day here and there, then that makes you really enjoy the good ones. And, even, you know. even the bad days can be good sometimes, though. Like, For I was sure. having a really bad day. Like, I was crying earlier having a bad Damn. day. Like, about to have a panic attack. Damn. And um, my day has sufficiently turned around, so it is not always as bad as it may seem. That's good. That's what you hear. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the beauty of life, I don't want to get super deep right now, I'm going to change yeah. something in a second, but like the beauty of life is the fact that we can't take anything for granted. Because if we all were immortal, then what would be the point, right? Like, what what is the purpose of it? It's only beautiful because we don't have it forever. Yeah. We learn to appreciate it. Unless we weren't human at that point. Yeah, you know, and look at, like, cemeteries, for example. You know, people go to people's grave sites, you know, to remember them. I would rather people come to my grave site and be like, dude, that dude was lit. Like, he was so awesome. Like, I want people to smile when they come and stand over my fucking body. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you're the kind of guy that would rather live short but live a good life then have it dragged out and like people remember you as an old person. Like some of these celebrities that die young like will never be pictured in any other aspect than their youthful, happy life. That's true. I would definitely be the same way. Or it's all one big coping mechanism because we can't stand (laughs) to think the fact that we just one day won't exist. But While saying that I am Christian, I do believe in God. So there's that. But he has a point though. You know, it's like how many people can actually turn that switch on and think like you know what there's more to life than just waking up and sitting in a sorry bed all day you know it's like are you actually going to be like yo am i yeah of course you're going to wake up mad I promise I'm, <laughs> you know, of I'm, course. I'm a little cynical sometimes no i like it i like what you're yeah, saying yeah yeah no absolutely you a know little i think cynical? <laughs> okay but i mean but like being real no it's point. all i've had the same thoughts honestly yeah, he has, he has a point agree? you know that that's absolutely. what religion is and it's if if you choose to believe great if you choose not to think I'm perfectly like fine with that being the only reason for it and I'm and still going for it. Like even if it is For me I just choose to believe because too many things in my life have led to that and like for music, Christian music, like um just I just remember growing up in church, like the only time I've really felt super deeply emotional and like overwhelmed, like I could like literally burst into tears is like in my Baptist church listening to like the praise and worship, just like oh, the, yeah, the music and just like Was feeling Southern the, Baptist? Um, yeah. Southern, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, of course yeah. you know. And, Is like, that around here? Um, um, First Church Hopewell. Um, I, that's the church um, I used to go to. Oh, and speaking it's, of it's in Jacksonville. Oh yeah. my gosh, I have a, such a topic Put for us on. to touch on. <laughs> I have such a topic for us to touch on. Um, speaking of churches, 
Celebration Church. Everybody knows that name, Shoo. right? Okay, so Celebration Church is like a huge. Listen, oh my, oh my gosh! So it's this huge church, right? I'm a Christian, but in all behalf, I said this, and I've been saying this the past couple of days. This dude of this pretty big church in Jacksonville, Christian Church, everybody gives their ten percent to God, right? That's the Christian belief. Everyone tithes, so. This dude had to, like, he had to, he was the CEO of this mega million church that branched off from Jacksonville. And they did great. Like, literally, he that's built what, it from the ground literally, up. this dude was like, he was just a pastor. And now, like, they, they got this, like, multiple big ass churches in, like, Jacksonville. Like, he's like, this dude's the man. Around the world. Around the world. So, listen to this. Listen to this. I know nothing. Everybody, listen, I know, and I know not a lot of people want to comment on this, but listen to this. This dude, this dude, he had to recline from his job, like, his whole family. He was the one that built it from the ground up. But let me tell you how finesse this dude is, and then you guys will get what I'm talking about. He bought a house for, he bought a house for 800000 and then put it on the market, and then the church in his name bought it for 1.2 million so he just paid himself and then not only that he used all his the ppp loans during the covid crisis he he flipped that into the cryptocurrency and put oh all of God. that but this is my thing as a christian i don't care like religion is actually fully aside on this one anybody in there Anybody in their right mind, if people are paying 10% to the church, they're tithing. And then you realize, like, yo, you look at your wife and be like, yo, baby, we got, like, 500000 a day on Sunday. Of course you're going to be like, yo, baby, let's go take a trip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody extorted this dude to the point where he has to recline from his job. And I think that's completely messed up. That's on y'all's fault. Like... Excuse me if I'm wrong, but pity the fool. You should have took that 10% and just put that in your cabinet. You know what I'm saying? Like 10% doesn't mean always giving it to the this church. This is a common trend too. I know uh, you guys know who Joel Osteen is? Yes, bro. I've heard yes. of the name Joel before. Osteen has been outed mm-hmm. for a lot of his donations going to like his Mercedes and like other things. Like, But why would, like, like who wouldn't do that? Like, you well, like, bro, I'm... One thing though, I have, have, have one little thing for us though. So like, I don't know if nobody knows this. Like, random fact of the day, I'll pop in and pop out. Um, Jamaica has the most bars and churches per square mile. Really? You know what I'm saying? In the whole world, mm. as small as Jamaica is, you know what I'm saying? And meaning, uh, the reason I bring that up is it's like churches. It's like the, it's it's like a business. Church is the biggest business this world. This is why I also don't really have a church home because I can't get behind organized churches. It is hard. It's hard. And and, and this is my this is my thing. Like I'm a Christian, you know, full hearted Christian. But my thing is like people take the Bible very literal, and there's some parts. I'm not saying all of it is like from what I believe. Yeah, I want to believe all of its facts. But there's also literal things, and like from the religion that i believe in it also says in the bible that god doesn't like people that are gullible you're like come on like if you're if you're throwing 50 dollars into that cash into that into that thing that rolls around to each row like 
don't you know? You know in the back of your mind, oh man, this pastor's going to take this. So why are you still doing that? There's different ways to give 10% to God. Just put that $10 away in your cabinet and stack it up. And next thing you know, you're a millionaire because that million dollars is in your cabinet. And then boom, maybe that's what God wanted you to look at. You know what I'm saying? You're giving, you're being gullible. You're giving people money. You're, you believe in this dude. Yeah, he has a message to preach, but at the end, he's going to be like, hey, give that 10% because he a hustler. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, this is, this is kind of analogous to that. I've noticed that, especially in like modern society, you see a lot of practices taking advantage of their people when they need to, not always when they want to. Um, like I did martial arts for a long time um, when I was growing up, and I noticed that my sensei, who was a really good guy, um, was falling back financially and like he had to start he sold his boat like he was having to really cut costs and like he needed the money and like this is a business still like even for him so he would like have to make the decision on whether or not he would pass somebody to the next belt and if that was a matter of them you know quitting or staying with the practice and giving him money sometimes he'd pass them when they weren't ready and that's why i ended up stopping because i noticed there there were like nine-year-olds becoming black belts and that's when I was like, that's kind of like it, be- it became more about the money. It than was the a actual, business and yeah. it stopped being like the martial arts practice that it was. And yeah. that's what you see with, with some of these churches too. Yeah, it's the no, same you know, that happens no. a lot in just businesses in general. Yeah. They don't always do what's right. They do what makes money because they're a business. They have to make money. Right. The bigger they get, the harder it is to keep track because they forget the surface level. They well, when they stop working on the surface level and like being the man. Because that's also the problem with the school system the higher up guys are getting raises 10% raises per year and doing like all the making all this fucking money like why is it so top heavy when they're not the ones in the classroom dealing with all the things like it I honest the education system like churches two and, like, things it, it's it's two it's things fucking he hit Joe hit a point you know two things why do these NFL players get paid millions but these EMTs out here saving people's lives get paid 35,000, 40,000, you know, I think the system is corrupt. But going back to my first thing that I wanted to say, you know, it's a shark eat shark world, you know, like people have to start to realize like making clear on that point, I feel as if the NFL, that's entertainment. And with the EMTs, it should be more so why are we paying doctors all of this money? Because you're able to call up to the hospital. If you go to the hospital, have a hospital stay and they send you some $7,000 bill. Call up there for the itemized receipt. Oh, that, I, no, that'll not even no, so much fuck, fucking money. Fuck the itemized receipt. I still go up in there every single time, and I'll still be like, "Hey, look, fuck that bullshit. I still got bad credit. Y'all still gonna help me?" <laughs> no, I'm just saying with, with that. But you with, have a point with you the medical field that yeah. deals more so with why are doctors making so much fucking money, and like the hospitals making so like that industry. That's fucking insane like no one really talks about it or thinks about it a lot but it's insane I like our healthcare it. system and the way hospitals work it's absolutely you get insane. political so quick it's absolutely fucked it's, but you know it comes down to it's just yeah, a shark yeah. it's a shark eat shark world you know like if like of course those pastors are going to take that 10 percent and build themselves a mansion and and fly in a jet and take their family to a fucking you know like a fucking island and ball yeah, out you know it's the money are going broke yeah, but on food stamps exactly, like what it's a, it's what are you doing sh- to give back shark, to that community but then again it's a shark eat shark world like if you were put in that position where you literally like i said you had a hundred thousand dollars after just one sunday you went in for two hours and preached and then you looking at you and your wife and y'all sitting back everybody left the church y'all got a hundred thousand 
thousand dollars. Like I don't care what anybody. Bro, I'm said. folding. A <laughs> hundred cashing in, boy. Hey, yo, one thing we can say. Yes. Yo, my grandma used to say, "Yo, devoted Christian." By the way, R.I.P. to grandma. But she used to always say, "I have never seen Jesus Christ and the angels come down from the heavens or the clouds with a bring struck." So, you know what I'm saying? It's with true. that being said, it's I true. give what I can give when I can give it. That's you know, it's like it's like you know. I think it goes back to the gullible thing. You know, people are. People are gullible. Maybe it needs to be a trend where people fucking tip the fucking, like they tip us, tip the fucking nurse that helps you out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Break that trend. You know, I think it's just the way society has manipulated people's minds. People think that you got to give that 10% to that dude that's up there. No, like I said, hold that 10%, put it in your cabinet and look how rich you'll be. You know, people think that, oh, we got to give it to this guy because we're going to win the scratch off next week. Or, you know, me and my wife, or we've been devoted Christians and we, and we, you know, and we've been, and we've been tithing and we're gonna be rich one day baby like no i don't believe life works like that people have life misconstrued it's a shark eat shark world out there you know what i'm saying the same dude that you think and you're well, praying if with that like with the christian belief faith without works is dead so if you're not doing anything to actually achieve your goals what like how is he gonna bless you but this is what i'm saying though but it doesn't always have to come down to money that goes down to the gullible thing that's also no no i'm agreeing with you i'm saying you like know? exactly like if you're living your life and thinking just okay i'm me giving this to the church is just gonna suddenly that's make problem. something happen yeah. that's my that, problem that, with like, christians faith, is people no. people believe people believe oh i'm gonna sit in my house but and not get a job but i'm gonna pray to god and he gonna make me rich one day no if you fool. want it to happen you have to exactly. make it happen exactly exactly yeah i think prayer isn't enough on any circumstance yeah. which is also right a hundred and ten percent, you know, it's like, like, you know, go back to what I told you. It's like, how many people can sit there and sit in a chair and say, yo, like, I walk that walk before I even speak. People are going to, like, think something about me. But then when they hear that, they're going to be like, yo, it all adds up. He walks that walk. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, you want to be successful or not? You want to be in this big ass mansion? You want to be a Christian, but yet you're giving all your money to the church? No, maybe you need to set aside some money for yourself or not even religion in, in general, yo, you want to be this and that, but you say that all the time, but you ain't doing it. You, you know? know why, bro? Can't tell her why. You know why? And I listen to a listen to a podcast, and I mean, it's a guy from Jamaica. In the meantime, on YouTube, and he explained this, and it's like a thing where it's like most people are, and he explains it. Most people are adult children. You know what I'm saying? Most people are spiritually immature. You know what I'm saying? They have this local this this ego problem called this meanness mentality. You know what I'm saying? Everybody walks around, oh yo, I am me and nobody else is like me. Yeah. Yo, sorry to pop your bubble. Everybody My else bro. is like you. And yeah. that's an, the same thing you walk up and you wake up every day thinking is the same thing everybody else wake up and thinking. You know what I'm saying? So it's just I definitely think there are a lot of egotistical religious people that definitely. need to be humbled. Most definitely. You know? yeah. And most that'll definitely. happen, especially when they're coming into money. Yeah, most sure. definitely. You know what I'm saying it's like everybody everybody always forget there's a there's a spiritual aspect attached to everything in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I agree with that. Everything. Everything. People always forget the spiritual aspect and think about the materialistic aspect of life. Yo, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. But at the end of the day, if you strive to achieve the best version of yourself that you can be, that's all you really need in life. You know what I'm saying? Because if you are the best version of yourself, everything else will come after. 
you know what I'm saying? And well said. So me really look mm-hmm. on life and live it. You know what I'm saying? Rasta always tell you, you live from the earth, we come from the earth, we live for, we live for the earth. That's definitely you know how saying? I'm trying to be. Just trying to be the best version of yourself, Morgan? Yeah, I've actually been working on myself for a while now. A little over a year, for sure. So Good. Yeah. And you've been having success? I feel like I've definitely changed a good bit in the past year i'm i'm not like a different person or anything like that but i've grown for sure i feel like i have um that's good that's exactly what i think this podcast comes down to you know it's like recognizing where you have to grow and people just seeing it you know what i'm saying like there's so many aspects in life to like look at things but are you gonna be you know like I said, man enough, woman enough. It's not a gender thing. Like, do you have that many cojones to actually look in the mirror and be like, yo, you know what? I want to do this different. You know, I want to be different. Too many people want to be the same. You follow the crowd, you're just going to be with the crowd. And then you're going to get eaten by the sharks. What do sharks do? They hunt crowds of fish. Thanks for all the shark references. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love sharks. It coming back to that. That's yeah, great. I love sharks. I love sharks. But it's true. It's, it's a shark-eat-shark world. You know, sharks... They're the apex predators. They hunt groups of fish. You know, yeah. do you Justin, want to be... You, you know sharks are, like, my ultimate thing, right? I forgot. You got a shark tooth necklace <laughs> yeah, on right I now. Yeah, I wear my shark tooth yeah, necklace I forgot. I wasn't even... Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to the sharks. I forgot about that. <laughs> Shout out to the sharks. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's true, man. You know, it's like... It, this world is just like how sharks play it. You know, it's apex predators. Hell yeah, bro. I definitely want to touch up a little bit on some of the more current things happening in the news right now, too. Um, did you guys see that Elon Musk bought Twitter? Yeah. Oh no, it happened. I say, I say, I so what? Twitter, I saw so some. I why do you think he did that, JT? Reactions. I think because he honest, could. That's yeah, why. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think so he's it was too, just a power move. So you literally you just a flex. Opinion, all I want. The only my, thing that doesn't make sense to me about that whole thing, you offered to end world peace. Uh, you offered to end world hunger with NATO for six billion dollars, and turn right around and. Buy Twitter for six billion. Like, come see, on, this dude. is honestly, like, on, I think Fair that, really you want straight. my honest what? opinion. You ask me. Go ahead. You know my honest opinion. Yep. I think this dude is completely trolling. I think he's completely trolling Kanye. He's doing what Kanye wishes he could do. And but it's Elon Musk. He has that much money to actually be like, oh, wait, you guys, you pity the fool. You guys are arguing about this and that. I'm just gonna buy the market. And that's what makes people like Kanye mad because he's like, he wants to do that. But Elon Musk has so much money, he still gets to play the life of chess when it comes down to the entertainment business. He's like, man, y'all are arguing on this market. Fuck it. I'm going to buy that market. You know what I'm (laughs) saying? So aside from all of the like flexing power he has of that, right? Do you think there's any strategic move with it? Uh, I don't even 100% not. 100%. I, I was about to say, I thought I heard somebody talk about how it's, um, like, there were some issues with, like, Twitter not allowing any, like, a ton of freedom of speech or something like that, right. or having a lot of That's why Donald Trump got banned from Twitter, actually. Yeah, so I think that he, I think I heard somebody talking about the fact that he kind of, like, bought it out to maybe try and change nah, that. Honestly, I, I think I don't he, pay attention to the news. Honestly, much. like, <laughs> I, what I think it is, you know, and another thing, what I think it is, it's just another... Super awesome fucking rich person. You know, okay, put it this way. Jay-Z, he buys these fucking million dollar paintings. For what? To put them in a mansion that you're barely at? I think that's all that was. Elon Elon Musk was just like, I'm going to buy this. I think it was cool today. You know, like, let's be real. Like, honestly, bro, this dude probably hit a fucking two lines of fucking the best coke in the world. And he's like, someone's talking about Twitter. And he's like, Twitter? 
I can buy Twitter. And they're like, no, you won't, bro. You won't even do it. I believe he lives this life that we all live. They're like, no, you won't, bro. And he's like, say I won't again. And they're like, bro, you won't do it. And he's like, all right, hold on. Let me text somebody. Yeah, watch it, bro. Elon, he does Elon, have that impulsive Elon might energy. Come for you, bro. He yeah. might. No, but he does have that kind of impulsive energy. Nah, he knows it's Somebody was like, energy. bro, you won't go to Mars. <laughs> he was like, say he's less. Bet, say less. He's like, he's like, he's like, less. I own Mars. It's crazy though, because he is like the the Tony Stark of our time, bro. Mm -hmm. No, I just think it's. I thought about that before. I think it's a complete just troll. He's richer than Bezos, right? Yeah. Yeah, he is the richest man in the world currently. I thought it was Bezos. Is he really? Yeah, they switched the other day. Yeah, he's Damn. Did you know right? how yeah, much it takes to be a billionaire? I was watching this breakdown. Will he still be the richest after he bought Twitter? I think probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. I'm telling you, bro, this is fuck you money. Why do you think Twitter was so expensive in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> this was fuck you money. He was like, oh, Kanye, you can't buy this? Hold well, on. Since we're talking about Elon, y'all see the new um, the new um thing he got going on? He's... um. He's like building a body where you could download your consciousness. Yo, what? I, I, thought, I thought he was a chip. Kinda crazy. I no, it was a not, chip. Not, not, uh, not no. neural link. He's like building a whole humanoid robot oh, where you really? can put your consciousness and your personalities into. Not only that, oh, did you dude. see? I don't know if it's him. Yeah, it's like I think it is him. But did you see the thing about how you can make it to from Washington D.C. to New York in thirty oh, minutes? Yeah, he's built. Oh, did yes, you I see did that? that? Yeah, bro. And the underground stuff for LA's bro, traffic. This dude, dude this, this dude has, bro. This dude money. has fuck you money. When I say that, bro, like I mean it. This dude is like, oh, you guys are laughing about it, saying I won't, you won't, bro. This dude can literally sneeze, do two, three lines of coke, and be like. Send it and literally not even think twice about it. Like, it can never go anywhere. Like, you you asked me, you were like, yo, you think it's a political thing. Like, honestly, bro, I literally think this is like Jay-Z buying a painting. He's going to hang Twitter in a mansion that he never sees. And then in 20 years, he's going to be like, oh, shit, I fucking own Twitter. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This dude's going to wake up one day in an island and be like, oh, man, what do I have going on? Oh, shit, I own Twitter. Wait. I own Twitter. Holy shit. You know, right. bro, this dude has fuck you money. He's going to buy shit out and fucking forget about that. He, he's not even thinking about Twitter right now. He bought it just because it was like a nice Lambo and he had the money to do it. This dude has no fucks to give about Twitter. He has like people that work on his team that can work around it and make some hypes up about it, but that's why he pays these people. He's like, oh shit, you made some hype about Twitter. Let me give you 300000 for the year because you're, you know, you're my marketist. Like, bro, these people just do nothing but throw money away. Like, this dude's fucking, like I said, probably on a yacht right now, snorting lines of coke, thinking throw about the next dumbest thing to do. Yeah. Throw some money my way. You want to throw some money away? Throw some money away to me. <laughs> They just don't do it. That's the crazy part about it. Going back to selling your soul, you know, there are crazy people. You don't just sponsor there. us. You <laughs> know, Elon should, you know, shout out to Elon, yo, we can get this. But, uh, you know, Elon should. Yeah. I do want to mention one more thing, real quick, um, before we wrap it up. Uh -huh. um, in the news, we also heard about uh, Johnny Depp's situation. Fuck Amber Heard. Fuck Amber Heard. Put, put the mic on Joe. Um, Fuck Amber Heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that much about it because I, I don't like, really keep up with it. All I know is like, bitch is manipulative as Yo, fuck. I got and, a like, comment. Just fuck that woman. Just you like, how are you so manipulative and just insane to where you're like the, the level of gaslighting? If you listen to some of the yes. recordings, just the level of gaslighting. Like did he, you, did you like hear no, what she did? There was one recording did? where um, they, like she um, 
he he's talking about know, or she was like um calling him a little bitch or whatever and he's just like I'm a little bitch for no, walking did you hear away the from recent you for, one? like when you were hitting me she's like I wasn't hitting you Johnny I was I was I was I was, I was, I was, I was touching you, you I was something. touching you yeah. she's like I wasn't pun- I wasn't punching you I was hitting you yeah. she's like there's a difference Johnny and Johnny's just like but then she what? said the world wouldn't believe it remember that he yes. had it yes. on audio yeah. that's evil, what you were talking about vile vile you can just person. see it the energy that comes off of her and tell me why she still hasn't like why her career isn't in the dumpster fire but his is no she's because uh, no. Disney immediately assumed in the beginning of the whole which entire which is awful team. and they've apparently apologized already but if I were Johnny Depp I would not I want to work with Disney he's, no, he's not coming back no, he's honestly I have one hearts. thing to say about that and it's like has nothing to do with the case but the dude's an artist has anyone seen that video yet where he was yes, next to his lawyer he was next to his lawyer <laughs> And, like, no one knew what the fuck he was doing, right? Oh, wait, no, I saw a different video. It was, no. like, a video of him in his home, and he, like, made a painting or something. No, listen so. to this. He's, like, in court. Like, everyone, like, clearly it's all over the news now. This dude slides his lawyer a, a post-it note. And he's, like, the most, like, it sounds dumb and, like, low-key, like, pause. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the dude drew the most beautiful painting of, like, a woman's face, and I think it was his ex, and his lawyer, like, takes it, and he's, like, he, like, looks at it, and, like, Johnny Depp, just in in the middle of courts, just started sketching this woman's face, and it was, like, he's been drawn for, like legit. Like, it was, what? like, bro, you're an art. Like, you're a G, like, bro. Like, the dude, like, honestly... The way he's handling it is like, I wish I could be that troll of like anything that has coming my way. You know, his comebacks are so quick. Dude, you guys had to have heard about the whole thing with Amber in the bed taking a fucking shit. You know about that, right? I think he was. I think he was. I think he was joking about it, but no, apparently she actually did that. That was on the recording. Bitch crazy. They talked about it. Yeah, she took a shit in the bed. That bitch crazy. And the moment that happened, the internet blew up, and like there are more memes being made about Amber. Nobody is on Amber's side right now publicly. Because she's dead ass wrong. If you're on Amber's side publicly, you're yeah. I just, yeah, I, I'll yeah. keep you in my prayers. Coconuts, yeah, coconuts messed up. Yeah, your coconuts. <laughs> no, you are the problem. You, you are the problem. Definitely. Like, you, I think the ones that would side with Amber are people that assume because she's a woman that she couldn't no, be the abuser, right? That's kind of the the stereotype right now going into these things. And I think it's good that Johnny Depp is shedding light on how men can be abused too physically. Yeah, people don't think men can be abused. They li- they can. I mean like they can, yeah. I mean unfortunately unfortunately I think he's I think he's gonna win it, but hold on, I'm about to show you this. Alright, watch this clip. This is the one of him doing the jolly. You guys can take he drawing it. right now. You no, know, he's like he hands his lawyer the jolly. Yeah, Joe, take it and show him. He's handing, like, it's like a serious moment. And his lawyer's like, wait, what the fuck? And then he, like, looks at it. And it's, like, actually, like... Johnny's, like, smiling. fucking picture. And it's good as shit. It's, like, nodding his head. (laughs) That's great, bro. Yeah, bro, like, honestly... Exactly, bro. Like, honestly, I just think that, like, it's this... Like, unfortunately, his shit got put on blast. But, like... You know, it's just it's like it's not just now though. He's been a whole how long the case are going? A couple of years going. There's been years the been going on for a couple years. years. Yeah, you're right. It has because it. Remember there were videos of them like 
publicly announcing their divorce, right? yeah. and that was years ago. Yeah, right. So nice. yeah, it's sad, but I think obviously everyone agrees he's going to come out on top, and it's yeah. it might affect him in Hollywood. I'm sure there will be people that intentionally will go out of their way to try to sign with him now yeah. that this has happened because. He's getting positive publicity from it. People now, are supporting him. Now this brings yeah. up the whole other conversation we're going to get into into another podcast. But now <laughs> it's like, I can't help but think what the fuck is going on Be, like outside of that, that they're putting that on the news and they want us to focus on that. Facts. What the fuck do you think is going on? Like, there's probably some serious shit In going Hollywood? on. Yeah. yeah. Not even Hollywood. No, not even. No, bro. Not even you Hollywood. outside like, Hollywood? Like, in the world, that's what they want us to focus on, and that's what people need to start realizing. They put shit on and blow it up because they want our minds to be sidetracked. What the fuck do you think is probably going on in Russia and Ukraine right now? Yeah, it's, it's probably been some real down, shit. Right. You know, there might be some real shit that's going on that they want us to be like, Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp. And they're like, yo, Johnny Depp, we're going to televise this. It's going to hit Supreme Court. My ass. Yeah. Supreme my ass. They would have Supreme my ass for real four years ago when I was getting caught up with cases left and right. And I was on pro- two different probations. Bro, they're Supreme anybody. Like, and it's just me, a Jacksonville civilian. What do you What do you think that Yo Gotti and them boys, everybody... In I get what you're saying. They can make yeah. anything out of nothing. I and think like- that this is bullshit. And I think that this is another, another deterrent and... They don't want... There's something going on that... Speaking of deterrence, did you guys hear the news about the scientist um, that set himself on fire outside of the Congress building? No, I did not. I didn't hear this. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Let me Google it real quick, because I'm not going to remember. There was stuff on Twitter I'm assuming it was some sort of protest or something. I'm something like that, but he was also... um, He was also religious... Religious? I said religious, didn't I? Yeah, anyway, we know um, I'm a religiousness. <laughs> so it, he did it as like an act. It wasn't like an act of suicide. They said it was basically an act of like passion of like showing what he was about. But a lot of scientists are speaking up about the climate crisis right now. Like there were scientists who chained oh, themselves yeah. to the J.P. Morgan building, like a NASA a environmentalist wow. scientist. There was a dude yeah, that was arrested. like, he like, yeah, he like got in trouble for it. He like came out of the office building. I saw an article on this. Came out of the office building. He was like, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I'm gonna lose my job for this. He was like crying. He was like, people, please believe me. I think it happened in New York. He was like, you guys don't understand. Like we're killing ourselves. He was like, in like six years, we're not even gonna be alive. And like, do I believe in that? A little bit. I don't think it's going to happen. In what context was he saying? Like, with the environment or, like, with the way? Okay, environment. So So he was saying, like, we're going to kill ourselves. But do I think that, like, do I think that, like, us as a human civilization is fucked for the next 10 years? A hundred and fucking ten percent. I think we're about to see the craziest shit that, like, yeah, our parents were like, you see, you don't know nothing about World War Two. Like, this is our time. Yeah, we're definitely. about to see some crazy ass shit, and I truly believe that. You know, like, some shit probably is gonna go down where it's gonna be like, we thought COVID was bad. It's like, yo, we we might damn near see some crazy ass shit. You know, I don't know. There was a movie that just came out on Netflix. Um, I think it was like last. Yeah, you seen it? You seen Don't Look Up? No. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I've heard a lot yeah, of people I heard talking it. about but that, it. That, that was real, though. That astro-legit past Earth. That oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know about it? Okay, I've yeah. I've seen, like, bit, uh, bits and pieces of it. It's a movie about, like, Leo Leonardo uh, stars in it, Leonardo DiCaprio, because he's a big environmentalist, and the entire take is, like, influencing... Satire. It is satire for, like, global warming and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. really powerful the way they convey it, because it, 
feels so real, like the entire setting, like the government, the U.S. government especially, pacifying the whole like meteor coming to Earth to crash and like kill everybody because of they they were more focused on other things like the economy. They were more focused on the publicity of it. They were trying to like make a big like national statement. Like I don't want to spoil the movie, but there was like a yeah. moment where they decided to be more patriotic instead of being more conscious of their actions none so, of that matters if we don't have an earth to live right on. and then i'm not gonna yeah. spoil what happens but you know what happens yeah. so honestly like my like they might kill me for this but my opinion on our government is like i think we are like royally fucked i think we are playing ourselves to get fucking played well i think it's because the politicians are so damn old they don't care it's not even that i just think that it's not even that i think it's deeper than like it yes it's the politicians but i think that it's the fact that like they play people into like majority of America thinks that our president has the answers clearly because he got voted in and they're just playing people and they're just like playing us to be stupid and eventually someone like fucking Putin is going to be like I want to see how stupid they are boom and then take advantage of that yeah you know what I'm saying I found the article by the way it was outside of the Supreme Court building not Congress but he set himself on fire I'm pretty sure he was a climate activist what a message so (laughs) yeah literally well it's like that monk that burned himself alive do you remember that it's like on the cover of the Rage Against the Machines album I did not. I'm out of the loop here. I can't. I don't remember exactly when it happened. A monk set himself on fire too. Yeah, and he like sat quietly in the street and burned alive and just like sat there the whole time. He was protesting. That's crazy. Respect to the monk. Respect to the monk. Yo, cause him just sit down in the video like him didn't even move. Like he just sit down like. And just dies. Yeah, he just yeah just meditation position. I don't think I have a sport to that. I said, "Momoka, you do that." Hey, just. That's essentially what this guy did. He's the same thing. He was, I think, very, um, he was a Buddhist. Like, he was very into Buddhism and all that stuff. So he was very spiritual. Yo, hey, yo, it's a a sad story, but not going Like, hey, I don't think I can do that. I love life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I appreciate life because the way I see it, we're here. Everybody's here. And Mm -hmm. it's a miracle that we are here. Very well said. I think we should leave it on that. Um, yes, sir. Everyone, this was an amazing episode. I appreciate it having yeah. every single Everybody got to sign off. Yo, Joe, sign off. Tell the people what's up. Yeah, Joe, if you want to say goodbye, hey, say the last words for the podcast tonight. Um, yes, sir. I know he just put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, shit. Um, last words, um, stay true to yourself. I Hell yeah. I, I think that's been the general consensus of the night. Somehow we keep getting back there. Stay true to your night. Go live your life. Don't regret it. Hell yeah. Stay true. Y'all already know my crazy ass, man. I'm out here getting lit all day, every day. Hell yeah. Let me right here. You don't know. It was just it was just um, great to be here. You know, I appreciate Joey for bringing us on. You know, blessings and respect to everybody. Love, respect, and prosperity. Tell me what's it on. Full sins only. Hell yeah. Hold on. I got one more thing, y'all. Thank you, mom and dad, for having sex and making such a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Young Honchos with Joey and Tanner and our special guests. We will see you guys next week with another awesome episode. Peace. Later, guys.